0: Good day, and welcome to this edition of Big Ideas in Supply Chain. My name is Anne Robinson. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer here at Canaxis. My guest in studio today is Andre Tixera, the VP of Global Supply Chain for Jameson Wellness. Andre and I share a passion around supply chain sustainability, and he's going to share some thoughts on how to operationalize sustainability. Andre, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you, and It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Now, can you start by telling us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and your passion for sustainability? You know, what and how did it get started?
1: Well, uh, it started when I graduated. I, I got in a trainee program in a company called Natura Cosmetics. They're the largest cosmetics in Latin America, mm-hmm. one of the top five in, in, in the world. And they have that passion for sustainability. So since it, in the 2000s when they were, we, we haven't heard about ESG yet, mm-hmm. they were already all over that. So it's Interesting. lots of purpose over there. And I got in supply chain there and started working on sourcing with local communities in Amazon, the rainforest. And seeing the reality of decisions that you can make based on the triple bottom line, like on the social, on environmental, and economic Mm aspects that we're making there, and we're seeing the results, that drove me like uh, with a great passion uh, around this this topic.
0: And uh, now you're at Jameson Wellness. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about Jameson Wellness. I'm sure not to confuse it with the other Jamesons that some people may be familiar with.
1: Yeah, Jameson is a health and wellness company. Uh-huh. We, we have the vision of making the world, uh, bring the health and wellness to the world. We are a Canadian leader in the vitamins, minerals, and supplements market. hmm uh, so we are well known here in Canada and we also have global operations we are present in more than four, 45 countries okay we more than 10 distribution centers four manufacturing facilities in Canada and United States and we we' a, uh, with a great commitment in in the ESG topics. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, And I know you've been quoted as saying that supply chains are ESG in action. Can you tell us a bit more about that? And why is it that you believe that?
1: Well, everything that moves across this globe is supply chain driven. So if you think about people, goods, and everything that is moving,
0: mm-hmm.
1: has some resource that came out of from the earth. We took energy, we took uh, water, and many many environmental and social uh, concepts on that. So when you think supply chain, we're making decisions every day. And when you take those impacts into consideration, mm-hmm. we are making better decisions by the simple fact that you're... Looking at the environment, at the social aspect, with economics. Economics is always important, but if you take these three in in consideration, you're going to make better decisions. As we make better decisions, we make a better planet.
0: I think Conexus uh, CEO John Sicard has, has said, you know, just by its very nature, supply chains are consumers of the na- Earth's natural resources, so anything we can do to improve the supply chain is ultimately um, in service of, of humanity and in service of, of Mother Earth, so yeah, it makes complete sense. Uh, Jamison now has made some significant corporate commitments to sustainability. Can you tell us a little bit more about those and what's your team's role in operationalizing them?
1: So Jameson is a hundred years old company. We're just turning a hundred years wow. into congratulations. This year. Thank you, and we have commitments for another hundred years. Mm-hmm. And our strategy is very bold. Our commitments with the planet, with our people, and our communities. When we put this as targets, we're talking about reducing our Plastic using recyclable plastic in fifty percent of our packaging. We're talking about reducing seventy-five percent of our landfill and bringing more uh, raw material, sustainable raw materials, to our to our products. So by twenty thirty, uh, which is our commitment on uh, around these goals, mm-hmm. we we have several activities and several initiatives on that. Supply chain, of course, is uh, the engine that has been working with manufacturing, with our ESG teams, operationalizing this, so since sourcing, helping with, with different suppliers, uh, what kind of, of models and transportation that we can use in, to bring our products in. So different aspects and different initiatives mm-hmm. to ensure that we are hitting these targets.
0: Um, was your executive team aware of supply chain's role when it comes to achieving their sustainability targets? I know a lot of companies struggle at connecting sort of this big vision around sustainability and then their actual, how they're actually going to operationalize it. Was there always that understanding or is that something that you helped bring to the table?
1: What, what makes the difference in jamison I believe that is that buying since the top mm-hmm. and the alignment of that vision. So this vision of making the planet bring the health and wellness to the world mm-hmm. includes the health and wellness of the planet. Yeah. And that comes from the top management. We, of course, collaborate in order to bring the, those perspectives from supply chain and how we can help the, the management and the overall company to make better decisions around overall sustainability topics. It
0: sounds like it's very much part of your corporate culture. That's in the DNA, for sure. Oh, yeah, uh, that's great. Um, you've said that supply chains have the power to impact the environment positively because we have the levers to make a difference. Could you tell us more about your thinking, kind of in that area, and maybe some of the levers that you're referring to?
1: Um, well, supply chain, We wh- when we make the... The, the decisions in supply chain, we are looking at, for example, what kind of transportation we're gonna use, right? Mm-hmm. Today is like, sor- where we're gonna source <coughs> products is, is critical. Am I going to air freight or am i am going to bring it by ocean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we are looking only on the cost and if we bring the data and look at the carbon emissions and how much carbon you're gonna bring in if we make such decision, you're also making a better decision right you know so i believe that in supply chain we work so, with so much data so many kpis we we're benchmark on that mm-hmm. we can help the sustainability overall if we bring those kpis with those lens and that's what we've been doing jameson we're we're building up those those numbers those kpis in order to help us to make better decisions holistically
0: Right, that makes a a ton of sense. Um, You've said that you see the next stage of IBP, so integrated business planning, as bringing in ESG into the decision-making framework. Where do you start? Maybe for some of the people who are listening, what are some of the first steps they can do to really augment that SNOP IBP process?
1: Yeah, I believe that data is our first step. Mm -hmm. So getting the data, collecting the data, so think about a bill of materials. So I can talk about a more mm-hmm. technical terminology mm-hmm. here, because we are among supply All chain supply professionals Supply chain people right? here,
0: that's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So when you have a bill of materials with products and descriptions and quantities, how about having the environmental impact of those items mm-hmm. in our in your bill of materials? How is, how you're projecting our your while we are projecting our Inventory levels today. We look at units. We look at dollars. How about projecting your carbon emissions
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, in in with your level of sales, with your forecasting, and you're gonna get a that that level that okay. I'm I have clarity on where I am and what kind of scenarios we can use to mitigate those carbon emissions that I that I foresee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In the integrated business planning, we're making those decisions. We are running scenarios. So that's where it comes to play. Am I air freighting? And I'm bringing by ocean. What are the trade-offs that we have? Am I sourcing from overseas? Am I sourcing for something someplace locally? Am I using plastic? Am I using paper? So there are all these trade-offs that you, you bring to the table when you are running the integrated business planning across your organization.
0: So the idea of having greater transparency, not just from a cost perspective, not just from a materials perspective, but really adding the data that allows you to understand from different environmental factors like water consumption or carbon emissions to include that in your scenario analysis.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. You really are in an enviable spot with, with the corporate culture that gets it, with the executive leadership team that gets it. Um, for somebody who might have, you know, I, I often in my conversations where again, big company vision, but the supply chain organization isn't involved in that um, decision process around sustainability. How should somebody kind of approach their leadership um, to say, you know, your, your source of, of operationalizing is right here in your supply chain. What are some tips maybe or what guidance would you give to an organization that says, we want to improve, we want to help the planet, but we haven't gotten that level of buy-in yet.
1: In my opinion, supply chain has that that power of showing the data. Mm-hmm. So we know what we what we are using, what we are consuming, and we can start influencing but by giving visibility of what's the impact of these the these decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't need to like push to make a decision, if you have the data to show what what what's the impact that those decisions are are generating. So once you have that in front of you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it makes the discussion much more much healthier, right, and productive to go towards uh, a specific goal. It's like when you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. you it's pretty hard to make decisions. But when you see what what you're generating then you start having good conversations. The yeah. dialogue is, is, is the main piece of uh, uh, where supply chain can, can help other organizations.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Just getting the dialogue going and showing the data is supported. Makes sense. Well, I have one last question for you. It's a little different than the others that we've spoken about so far, um, but we like to ask every one of our guests. If you were the Chief Supply Chain Officer of the world, what would be your first priority for transforming the world's supply chains?
1: Wow. I'd say that transparency, uh-huh. when you talk about sustainability, is key. I, I would say that having full transparency and giving the consumer the option to make good decisions when they're buying their product Mm -hmm. will be key. And supply chain can be a big enabler of those decisions. So I can decide where I want to go, if I want to go with A or B and more impact, less impact. But you leave it up to the consumer with the right information to make that decision.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a really interesting conversation.
1: Thank you, it was a Mm -hmm. pleasure to be here.
0: If you'd like to learn more about Andre and his team at Jameson Wellness, please find a link to a recent presentation in the podcast bio. And join us next time as we explore more big ideas in supply chain.